As a park ranger at Mount Rainier National Park, I have spent countless hours exploring the vast expanse of forests, meadows, and glaciers that make up this majestic landscape. Towering over everything is the imposing Mount Rainier, its snow-capped peak visible for miles around. It is a place of great natural beauty, but also of danger and mystery. One night I received a call on my radio from a lost camper. He was disoriented and couldn't find his way back to his campsite. I set out to help him, my flashlight guiding me through the darkness. But as I got closer to his location, I began to feel a sense of unease. The woods were unnaturally quiet, and I couldn't shake the feeling that something was watching me. When I finally found the camper, he was sitting in a small clearing, his eyes fixed on something in the distance. I asked him what was wrong, but he didn't answer. I followed his gaze and saw a figure in the darkness, just beyond the tree line. It was tall and thin, with unnaturally long limbs and a distorted face. It moved with an unnatural grace, and I knew that this was no ordinary creature. I grabbed the camper and tried to run, but the creature was faster. It pursued us through the woods, its elongated fingers reaching out to grab us. We stumbled and fell, but somehow managed to stay one step ahead of it. Finally, we reached the safety of my ranger station, but the memory of that night still haunts me. I know that something sinister lurks in the woods of Mount Rainier National Park, and I fear that one day it will come for me again. My family and I were recently on a trip in Glasgow. We stayed in this fantastic hotel that had obviously been around a while. Lots of plaques and photos of famous people who had stayed, etc. The first night, I woke up, though not abruptly really, to what I can only describe as a presence. I heard distinctly, and by that, I mean somehow the words entered my brain, but it wasn't quite a voice per se, someone say. I'm watching you. But it wasn't scary at all somehow. It was absolutely matter of fact. I don't have any other experiences like this, and I've always thought of myself as a big scaredy cat. So I have no idea how I fell back to sleep. Not only that, I woke up the next day feeling great and didn't even remember to tell anyone. The morning following the next night, my mom, who was sharing the room with me, says at breakfast, You all aren't going to believe me, but I swear someone was in our room last night. I remember thinking... Just be still and let them finish whatever they're doing. Needless to say, this jogged my memory and I relayed my experience. The fact that we had two independent experiences in the same room kind of confirms for me that something is in that hotel. I asked the staff right before we left and they kind of smiled and said, Not sure, but you're not the first to mention this. Maybe five years ago. One night, I was at a friend's house out in the country in Vesper, Y, when my friend's car turned in and came rushing up the driveway. The car came to a halt and two of my other friends jumped out. They explained that they had seen something they just couldn't describe. I asked them if they got a good look at whatever had them so shook up. They looked at each other and said yes. They said they were driving through the country on their way to join us and were driving past a farm when they noticed something in the ditch. The friend who was driving said he flashed his brights to get a better look, 
and whatever it was raised up and ran across the road on all fours. It looked like it could walk on two legs if it wanted to, they both said. They also said it looked like it was half dog, half man, or maybe half dog and half monkey. They couldn't explain how the creature looked any better than that. They just kept trying to compare it to other animals. They said they were about twenty yards from it, the brights were on, and they got a good look at it. Well, that's the story. I'll never forget how stricken their faces were with panic and fear. I don't think they were lying. A close friend of mine, who I trust is telling the truth, recently shared a story with me. I'm a huge skeptic of anything supernatural, but I can't come up with a logical explanation for this one, and I'm wondering what you all make of it. A long while back, he was in a car crash. He was not inebriated at the time, and he was the only person in the car. After the crash, he was able to unbuckle the seatbelt and get himself out of the car. He immediately went to medical services to get checked out. They got ready to do an x-ray, and when he removed his shirt, he had two bruises in the clear shape of hands. One was on his left shoulder, the other on his right hip. The way they were positioned, it's as if someone grabbed him hard from behind and pulled him into the seat. The marks were so visible that the doctor examining him immediately asked if there was someone else in the car with him because he was convinced they were made by someone grabbing him from behind. At the time, my friend was very religious and explained it as a religious miracle, saving him in that crash. Since then, he's been disillusioned from the church, but still cites this as one of his primary pieces of evidence that something supernatural could be out there. But he has an open mind. I got his permission to post this, and he's curious what you have to offer as a possible explanation. Any ideas? My husband and I frequent a local weekly farmer's market. We generally start up at the top building so he can run to use the bathroom. I stand patiently outside and wait. I am an anxious and empathetic person, so I try to just keep to myself as I wait. So I'm just standing there, probably staring at the floor or something, and this guy comes out of the bathroom and just stands beside me. Okay, whatever. I look up, and he looks at me and says, Going to be a full moon tonight. Said something else about luck, and I just kind of stood there looking at him. Husband comes out of the bathroom and we head off. A short while later, this man and another man walk by. The man who spoke to me earlier looked my way, said something to the other guy I couldn't catch, then said I'd know her anywhere. Okay, next up. I travel a lot, and we like to visit odd places. We stopped at this radio place. A older woman walked people through. Her husband had collected them and had passed away. There was a smaller shed building and then a garage. I had gone in the shed just a moment, then left my husband to go back to the truck. After a short while, him and the woman came out of the shed. She walked over to me with hands cupped, kind of shyly, and said she had a gift for me. I said, oh yeah, a gift, and put my hands out in front of her where she placed a beaded Christmas spider. She didn't really say much, other than there's info online about them. I got out of the truck to follow them along in the garage. I had the gift in my hand. I swear, when I walked through that garage, I felt all these tiny little spiderweb threads tickling my legs and arms. I was brushing at my leg as though to well brush it away. No one else seemed to notice. Even after going back outside, I had mentioned it to my husband. He brushed me off like I did the webs. 
This incident occurred in Memphis, Tennessee. I started my career as a Memphis police officer a few years previously in the 1980s. I was on a special assignment at the time. It was 2 a.m., and it was a clear summer night, but quite humid. I was in my personal vehicle with the top down and the radio playing. I was still in my uniform, including my bulletproof vest and a gun belt with all the regular equipment attached to it. I was heading south on Covington Pike at a good rate of speed and was the only one on the road. This part of the road connects the Raleigh-Bartlett area to the Berclair area. The road is slightly elevated as the surrounding area is low and running through it. It's the Wolf River, which is a few miles from here and connects to the Mississippi River. This area is commonly referred to by the locals as the Wolf River Bottoms these days. As I was driving in my peripheral vision over to my right, just outside my headlight beams, I noticed something was moving fast directly toward the front of my car. I immediately slammed on the brakes, thinking that a deer was running across the road. But I couldn't have been more wrong. It came to a screeching halt right in the middle of the road, right in front of my headlights, not more than seven feet from my bumper, as we both froze in place, staring at each other for several seconds. It appeared to be three to four feet tall, but was also crouched. It could have been closer to five if it stood straight up, but I got the impression that its current body posture was its normal way of standing. It had a large head, at least compared to its skinny, slender body. It appeared to be dark gray and greenish in color, similar to the color of an alligator, but the appearance of its skin looked like a similar texture to a human's. It had dark, large oval eyes on each side of the upper part of its face, running slanted from the top portion of its head to about the midsection of its head. It was kind of pointing inward to where you would expect a nose to be. However, from what I could tell, there was no distinct nose, at least none like a human. Below the eyes was a very thin, dark, almost black line, which I assumed was its mouth. It ran from about the same location a human's mouth would be. However, the line ran straight across the lower face and front, and then turned upward and slightly back on the head. It had no ears that could see. Its body and chest area were rounded like a human, but vastly smaller, almost like a child's. Its arms appeared to be longer and somewhat disproportionate to its body, and they were skinny and had an insect-type look to them. I could make out hands, but they were also completely folded at the wrist joint. The legs were long because even with this thing's shortness, I could make out the top of them even with it so close to the bumper, which was obscuring the bottom half somewhat. They were like the arms, thin and insect-like, but appeared to be jointed. I did notice its chest area moving slightly like it was breathing, but it seemed slow and steady. I never noticed anything like genitalia. There was no hair any place that I could see, and I'm not even sure if it was wearing any type of clothing. If it was, it would have had to be skin tight. I never noticed a tail at any point. My adrenaline was pumping, and it was only a brief period of observation. It again took off like a shot, and it was out of my headlights. I could still make out its outline in the darkness, and it was moving like a sprinter. It leaped over the guardrail onto the other side of the road and down the embankment. I will admit that this was not the only bizarre incident that I had during my career, but it definitely was the strangest. 
I never told anyone on the force about the encounter. In fact, I only mentioned it to a close friend during these many years. I can only identify it as a lizard man or an unknown humanoid. I would have never believed it unless I actually witnessed it. This happened to me when I was 10 or 11. I'm just about to turn 20 now, but I'll never forget what happened that day. I was at my grandparents' house, who were watching me for the day. They live out in a mixture of farmland and woods in rural Wisconsin. Their yard is mostly surrounded by farmland, but to the right side of the yard is a couple acres of woods and a swamp. It was a really hot, muggy morning in July. I was standing out on the deck, shooting at some cans with my BB gun. All of a sudden, I got the sense something was wrong. It felt like I was being watched. I started scanning the tree line and down at the edge of the trees. About 60 yards away by the swamp woods was this thing, standing that I can only describe as a dogman. It was about seven feet tall, covered with shaggy gray hair, had the classic dogman face, long snout, pointed ears on top of head, yellow eyes, and it was very muscular. It was standing on two legs, but it appeared to be sort of leaning up against a tree. We locked eyes, and while it was probably only ten seconds, it felt like hours. It sounds silly, but I felt the thing had a sinister grin on its face. It was extremely intimidating. I know that had that thing wanted to kill me, it easily could have done that. I could relive this encounter at my age now with a shotgun instead of a bobby gun, and I'd still be just as terrified as I was then. It definitely had airy negative and sinister vibe to it. After locking eyes with the thing, it just bolted off on two legs through some of the swamp and emerged farther down the tree line, and then ran off into the forest. At first, I thought it might have been one of my older cousins, playing a joke on me who lived nearby. But then I realized there was no way they could be wearing a suit, be seven feet tall, and clear the swamp as fast as that thing did. I wasn't going to tell Grandma and Grandpa I saw a werewolf down by the swamp. They'd never believe me. So I just kept my mouth shut and tried to carry on with my day there. Well, later that afternoon, I was talking to my aunt, and she brought up the fact that she had heard strange noises the night before. When I asked what they sounded like, she said it was a lot of snarling and growling, and it kind of sounded like an animal being attacked. Today, me and my mom went to my mom's friend's cottage in a remote area to bury her pet bearded dragon that was stored in her freezer for like three months. She was a beloved pet, and she had wanted to bury her earlier, but her brother wanted to dig the hole, so she had to wait because he lives in another province and he owns the property. While her brother was digging, he actually claims to have found the foundation of the first house in the area where the whole family died in a fire. They... My mom and her friend were kind of scared that was bad juju or something, but did it anyways. Previously, her brother found artifacts like coins from the 18th century and children's bones, according to him. I believe him on the coins, but I'm skeptical about children's bones. Is it bad juju to bury a pet in a place that could be haunted? I didn't feel or see any haunted stuff while there or have anything bad happen to me. We read the Rainbow Bridge and told her we would meet her again one day.
I felt like she was at peace or in a better place. She died at age 14 and didn't want to eat or drink any more near the end. I burned sage the whole time, and it burned so hot we had to put it in the fire pit. I saw something in the fire pit that looked like a cross between a cacomisal with a lemur's face. Its body was kind of cat-like. It was striped but smoke-colored, like the sage smoke. But then it suddenly disappeared. It seemed obviously spectral to me. It didn't seem like a bad or ominous spirit. What could it have meant, if it had a meaning? It was July 2004. Three of my friends and I were out in a field, just having a good time messing around. I look up and he looks at me and says, Going to be a full moon tonight said something else about luck. And I just kind of stood there looking at him. Husband comes out of the bathroom, and we head off. We didn't think too much of it. A little while later, we kept hearing the noises getting louder. We could also hear trees breaking and things like that. We tried to ignore it, but we soon found out that ignoring those sounds was a bad idea. We saw a creature that was seven to eight feet tall coming toward us. The creature stood like a human and acted as a human would but it looked like a dog or a wolf. We were completely surprised. We had no idea what was going on. We ran back to our cars as fast as we could and drove away. So, I know this is gonna sound weird and ridiculous, but the craziest thing happened at Walmart today that kind of freaked me out for a while. So me and my girlfriend go to Walmart pretty frequently. It's cheap, and sometimes they have really cool Disney and anime shirts and stuff that we like, and it's only five minutes from our house. So she told me she was gonna check the women's clothes to see if they have any biker shorts while I was gonna go to the men's section to see if they had any new anime or Disney shirts. We decided I would just meet back with her since the registers are right in front of the women's clothes, and then we would go. When I was done checking the men's stuff, I see my girlfriend walking towards the food section, and in my head I was wondering why she was going there. So I started following her to catch up to her, and I see her suddenly turn left. So I ran and turned left, and no one was there. It was an empty aisle, and I was kind of confused, so I ran some more looking for her, thinking she was messing with me, and maybe went to the next aisle and legit... There wasn't anybody near there, and I was confused on where she would have gone. So I decided to just call her up, and I said, Hey, where are you, and why did you go to the food aisle? I told you I'd meet back up with you in the women's clothes, and she said I am in the women's clothes. I've been in the same spot. Immediately, I said, I just saw you walk here, referring to the section I'm at, and she was really confused. I ran towards the women's section and found her and told her what happened and what I saw. And she said maybe I mistook someone else for her, but my girlfriend is a pretty distinct girl. She's five feet nine and has really long blonde hair and is decked out completely in Disney. She was definitely weirded out, but kind of just shrugged it off. But honestly, I have no clue what happened. I was only like seven feet from her when she turned the aisle, and I don't think she would made it all the way down to the next aisle by the time I turned into it. And I ran around the entire vicinity looking for her because I thought it was weird. She was legit trying on clothes when I met back up with her at the women's section. Who the F did I see? Or what was it?
The fact this happened at Walmart of all places is weird in itself, but it really did freak me out. Edit! I know people are gonna think, oh, you just saw someone who looked like your girlfriend. But she was wearing something very specific. A Disneyland jersey which you get only from the park with Disney Crocs. We live in a retirement town near a res in the valley, so not many five feet nine blonde girls decked out in Disney here. Plus, the girl I saw disappeared basically into thin air, so even if it was a girl who looked like my girlfriend still was weird. <coughs> Nothing else really makes sense. Let me explain. My family would go camping every chance we got. The place we'd always go had no natural predators, at least nothing bigger than a fox. My dad specifically chose this spot so us kids, me and my two siblings, could frolic through the woods without having to worry. This particular trip was during the May-long weekend. There was still a considerable amount of snow, so my dad brought our ATVs and some sleds for us. It was the day after we had arrived, and my dad wanted to go on a little trip down the road we came up. I asked if I could come, and he said sure. We both hopped on his quad and set out on our little trip. I forgot to mention earlier that we had deer around the area. Nothing crazy, but the odd one would wander through our campsite. You could tell they had no natural predators, since they didn't run away when there was a human around. My siblings and I would always manage to get pretty close to one before my parents yelled at us to stay away. That is... Anyway, my dad and I were a few miles from the campsite when we rounded a corner and came across one me of the most gruesome sights I have ever seen in my life. On the side of the road were the pieces of a deer. At least I think it was one. There was blood absolutely everywhere. Worst still, there was steam coming from the remains, which meant... This was a recent kill. My dad is usually a pretty calm guy. Not much can rattle him, but I could tell that this freaked him the hell out. He was in the process of turning us around when this, I don't know, screech came from the forest. It was so loud we both flinched. I remember searching the forest for the source, but my dad was in the process of hauling ass down the way we came. It could have been a trick of the light, or because I was freaked out and maybe I was seeing things. But... I could have sworn I saw something running alongside us, but only for a second or two. I know I sound absolutely crazy, but the thing looked like a large dog before it vanished into the trees. My dad raced back to camp, and we were all packed up and headed to a different location by the end of the day. We never did go back to that campsite after this encounter. I did ask my dad about it a couple years ago. He just said it was because the new campsite was better than the old, better trails and whatnot. I think he's full of crap. I think whatever we encountered that day scared the hell out of him. And I think that whatever I saw, he did too. But I, for one, am thankful we never went back. I'm not sure if I would be able to sleep at night after what I saw. It still haunts me till this day. In the spring of 2009... I was driving through central Wisconsin from Minneapolis to my home in northern Michigan on Highway 64 between Gilman and Medford. I had been seeing deer on the road since St. Croix, so I was driving slowly and on high alert. At the farthest reach of my high beams, I saw something walking across the road. I slowed way down to about 30 miles per hour, and that's when I saw it. 
Now here is the weird part I saw the back of it as it was jumping over the steel barrier. It was bipedal, had legs that resembled a moose and ears like a dog, but no tail. It had to have been seven, eight feet tall. I think I almost swallowed my tongue. I came to A.T. in the road about a half hour later. Right at the T, there was a bar. It was open, and I needed a drink. Just a shot I was driving after all. I must have had a wild look on my face because I just sat down at the end of the bar and asked for a shot of anything. When the bartender poured me a shot of J.D., he said, You just saw it, didn't you? I didn't say a word. I just looked at him. He said, This one is on the house. I drank the damn shot, put five dollars on the bar, and left. I never mentioned it to anyone else until now. Hello? I've been taking walks on the park, 20 kilometers away from my home. It's surrounded by mountains, and a very wide walking trail is in the middle, with also a road for cars. I take my runs there sometimes, and a few weeks ago, I saw a bald man with a very interesting face. Blue-drawn eyes, around 55-60 years old, black coat, and a very correct walk like he's some aristocrat or something. He seemed very interesting dude, but I paid no more attention and forgot it. One week later, I took a walk with my girlfriend, and I see this man coming in our path. We cross paths, and he says, good afternoon. I say it back and continue. My girlfriend also stated that he looks creepy, and I told her he's probably just being polite. Note, in my country, no one says hello without knowing you, so it was kinda odd. Now we've been joking about what if this guy turns out to be something non-human and all that, but I really didn't think much of it. This week, I took a walk at night with my girlfriend, and we were walking besides the main trail in a higher trail, like five meters away, and I see him walking down in opposite path, and out of now here he's staring at me and starts coming up. I tell my girl, look, it's that guy, and she freaks out. I kind of do, too. We continue walking, and we turn our back, but he hasn't climbed. We go down to the main trail and see he's still walking his way, and we continue our walk, then go home. Just the other night, I had a thought about that guy climbing his way out to us in the walking park, and it turned to reality. Now... I don't expect people to know what exactly is the thing with this guy, but just wanted to talk about it. Maybe we are judging him and nothing is wrong with him, but his face is just so odd and his energy too. It's not that I felt threatened by it, but just creeped. We were walking around Dawn's Elk Ranch. Then all of a sudden, all of the elk started running around frantically. Me and my friend thought it was a cougar or something. We sat there for twenty minutes at least. Every one of the elk were looking back at where they came from, which I thought was really weird. Then all of a sudden, I swear to God, I saw it. I swear to God, Bigfoot, it was a hairy ape, man-looking thing. It was about eight to eight, six foot tall, very muscular, and walked on its hind legs. It was walking in a fast pace like it needed to be somewhere in a hurry. I grabbed my shotgun and shot two in the air. It ran straight for the brush, and we never seen it again. The smell of the thing smelled like Hanase garbage and shit mixed together. When I fired the first shot, it picked up a big rock and flung it at us. Too bad we were 100 yards away. 
He came pretty close to hitting us. That's when I laid down the law. I piped another shell and laid it right on him. That's when he took off. That's then last I seen of him or her. My neighbor's friend, who lives far, far up Rocky Point Road, came over to my neighbor's house the other day, all shooken up. My neighbor's son was the one that told me this story. Apparently, my neighbor's friend was driving down Rocky Point Road sometime that morning. I got the impression that it was early in the morning, and a ape-like person, only four or five feet tall, ran across the road. I'm guessing on two feet, and then grabbed the top of the bank on one side of the road and pulled the rest of its body up and swung his legs under his arms and pushed itself into a run, and it ran off into the woods. I didn't get a very good description of what he thought it looked like, except that it was about four or five feet tall and had long arms. My neighbor told me that a few other people who live up there have seen the exact same thing. My neighbor, I'm not sure how long ago, also saw this thing which he described was around four feet tall and had a net like from the movie... Monkey face, with long arms and short legs. I think he might have said it was black or brownish, but I'm not sure. He saw it about 500 feet from where his friend saw it. I am planning on going up there with a friend or two and just hanging out with a camera in hopes of catching evidence of it or just finding out what it is. I think this is something definitely worthy of a small investigation, even though it doesn't sound like the normal 8-10 foot tall Bigfoot sighting. You should talk to my neighbor on the phone at least and get some other people's numbers who might have more information.